First up, a warning. This episode of How to Change a Life covers topics that could be distressing. If you need support, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. Now, here's how to change a life. I feel like I would have been 12 to 13. My dad just turning around to me and saying, you're smart, Clarissa, you can, you can do anything you want. You can be a lawyer, you can be a judge. And I just think the word just stuck into my head there, lawyer. But when you uh, lose someone in the way that I have, um, I, I, w- I was 16 when, when he passed, you know, that, that stage of grief actually involves a lot of blame. I had to progress to, I guess, accept myself in a way as well. Working full-time was something that I needed to do to bring enough income to be able to give my brothers and sisters something. I remember never being able to learn to dance, um, which, you know, is weird, but at the same time, I, I wanted them the opportunity to dance if they wanted to dance. Have you ever said, the juggle is real? Look, I have. And it's a handy catch-all for the busyness, the projects, the pace of modern life. And no doubt we've all got something to juggle. But when those juggling balls up in the air are building your dream career and providing for your family of eight and the grief and trauma of losing a parent, then, yeah, it's the overwhelm that's real. It's knowing your purpose and really getting to know yourself that can create the path through. I'm Mary Bolling and this is CQ University's How to Change a Life. And today we're hearing from a successful lawyer and community leader who's faced the overwhelm and made it through. In the spirit of reconciliation, CQ University recognises this episode was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people in Sydney and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay respects to Elders past and present and their life-changing connection to country and culture. So I am Clarissa um, and at the moment I am a lawyer actually Uh, promoted to an associate last year, which is, I guess, a step up from being a junior lawyer. I work across a variety of different types and matters between commercial business, helping small business owners, um, and then, of course, employment law, helping employees with all their difficult questions that they may have as well. Um, I do a whole range. I just don't touch family law and don't touch criminal law. (laughs) Clarissa has been practising as a solicitor since 2019, But her first steps towards law go back much further. And like so much of Clarissa's career and her life, it all comes back to family. Look, if I think about the first time that it really popped into my head, it was sitting at an octagonal dining room table that I had at home and it was fairly squishy in there. I'm one of seven kids. Um, I feel like I would have been somewhere around... 12 to 13 and so sitting at that table and my dad just turning around to me and saying you're smart Clarissa you can you can do anything you want you can be a lawyer you can be a judge and I just think the word just stuck into my head there lawyer and from that point that was kind of one of the things that was always tracking just kind of like progressed from that one small comment years and years and years ago. 
That idea of law and her dad's inspiration is in Clarissa's mind all through high school, and discovering a love for legal studies cements the career plan. But then that plan hits pause for the toughest of reasons. In her final year of high school, Clarissa's dad dies by suicide. And for Clarissa and her family, that's her mum and her six younger siblings, life is thrown into turmoil. It was, it was quite hard. I was quite young. Um, I, I, w- I was 16 when, when he passed. Um, and it's, it's quite a challenging time. Um, they talk about the, the five stages of grief, right? But when you uh, lose someone um, in the way that I have, it's, um, you know, that, that stage of grief actually involves a lot of blame. There's a lot of self-blame. There's a lot of blaming other people. And so I went through that real transition. And I don't know that it's really impacted my view of law, but it's helped, I guess, my view of other people. I had to progress to, I guess, accept myself in a way as well, um, if I'm being quite quite honest, because I did have a lot of self-blame. And maybe once a year I might put that in my mind again Um and then I have to work, progress through that because, you know, there's always the what ifs. Um, but, you know, I think it's about bringing myself back mentally. And I, that's probably the learning that I've taken from it is to watch others and but also watch myself. Clarissa is grappling with the emotional fallout, but she still finishes high school that year. And putting one foot in front of the other, she gets through her Bachelor of Arts at University of Wollongong. She hasn't forgotten her lawyer dream, though, and in 2015, she begins a Bachelor of Laws with CQ University. At the same time, she takes on a full-time administrative role at a law firm. And then it's the practical fallout from life after tragedy that's hitting hard. When I first started my law degree at CQU, I was like, okay, great, you know, I'll be able to manage work. For some reason, I was working seven days a week. Please don't do that. Um, And thinking I could manage a full-time study. And ultimately, I couldn't. The the working seven days a week was really driven by my home life more than anything. Um, To be frank, it's (laughs) quite, uh, it was quite something. Um, My mum had fairly severe anxiety. She wasn't leaving the house at the time. So I was really the only person bringing in an income and helping her to take care of my younger siblings. Um, We'd lost my dad a few years prior. I guess working full-time was something that I needed to do to bring enough income to be able to give my brothers and sisters something. Um, I was determined that they all had an extracurricular, which is kind of weird to think about when you're thinking you're mainly trying to get people staples. But I remember never being able to learn to dance, (laughs) Um, which, you know, is weird. But at the same time, I, I wanted them the opportunity to dance if they wanted to dance. That focus on what she can do for the people that she loves the most keeps Clarissa going, even when the going is so tough. But getting through doesn't just mean grin and bear it. Clarissa keeps making changes to make it all work. You get a lot of advice um, within the first year or so about how you should be studying Um, But ultimately, how you should be studying is how study works for you, how you're going to best learn. It took me a bit of time to learn that myself as to what I needed to do to actually learn the content in the right way for my brain. 
Um, so I think that's, and then once I did, I suddenly created myself a study schedule and a checklist and I was actually able to get better at the study part of it, right? Flexibility was probably one of the things that was really important to me because it helped me work full time. I used to do a lot of uh, reading my um, textbooks before work and during lunch. Um, so I'd usually get into the office an hour, an hour and a half early and be studying. Um, and I was quite known to be sitting there at the desk with the highlighter and the over-highlighting of the book sometimes. <laughs> um, but then I'd also uh, pop into uh, quite luckily a, a safe study place um, on a weekend and would just sit there and be able to watch my lectures and um, tutorials all through the weekend and go through my notes and prepare them up. So having that time at a place that was separate from my home that I could just study and I'll do it in big blocks um, because I guess by the end of the night after working full-time you get a bit tired <laughs> but um, yeah, not, not exactly sustainable. I had a few uh, educational hurdles along the way, let's say. Um, my transcript is a far from perfect, um, but that's not a big problem because I think by the end of it, I was able to come out with a very mixed bag in my transcript, but um, that actually hasn't prevented me from moving forward at all. And sure, Clarissa says her transcript isn't perfect, but amidst the juggle, she's also realising there's more to study than just grades. In her third year, she makes time for a CQU global outbound experience with a legal placement in Cambodia. Travelling with other students and lecturers and finding community within her degree is another game changer. So I guess when I started off, I did the first couple of years um, pretty much keeping myself fairly isolated um, because, you know, you're learning online, right? And um, I was in Southwest Sydney and you'd usually see people at exam time. But after I jumped onto a legal engagement placement um, in 2017, I think that's when I really began to connect more with the people that I was studying with because we went as a group over to Cambodia um, and it was a really amazing opportunity. And from there, I decided to get involved in the Law Society at CQU. And that helped um, upskill me in other ways, which I hadn't thought about previously. Um, so if I'm going to say one one big takeaway, it was about getting involved. Um, because jumping on board at CQU somehow ended up leading me to jump onto board on other organisations over time as well. And I haven't hesitated anymore from doing that. So the time to hesitate is through... And Clarissa's next big jump on board is Junior Chamber International, a youth leadership initiative with a local chapter close to home in Illawarra. I was really able to connect with that organisation to help build that professional skill. It added another layer to life as another thing to meet, but I was able to take get involved in um, a mentor program. So I was connected with a mentor in the local community. Um, I think that was my biggest concern, though, uh, coming out of it is, uh, am I employable and can I get a job as a lawyer? Clarissa joins JCI with a focus on what her career can get out of getting involved. But pretty quickly, she's finding herself putting back into the organisation. Like when her local chapter goes a bit quiet and she starts asking questions, even though she probably already knows the answer. Okay, do I have time? I'm like, well, what, you know, I, I'm sitting here, I'm a member, I want to do something. Um, rather than think too hard about 
how it's going to fit in. I'm going to get involved and I'm going to try rather than complain. Sometimes I think I just do the uh, the jump on the decision kind of a routine uh, rather than thinking it through. If I think too hard on a decision, I'm probably going to talk myself out of it. And I guess one of the things that I pioneered last year for that was a national public speaking and debating training program. Um, and that's probably something that I really wanted to get involved. It was all about developing transferable skills, uh, persuasive speaking, and giving people an opportunity to try their hand at debating public speaking in a safe place um, and learn some of the foundations to it. So that's probably something that I was able to do that reflects better for me. This year, Clarissa has become the National President of Junior Chamber International Australia. That means leading the Australian members of the global network, which drives international cooperation, individual development and community impact across more than 110 countries. That's on top of her professional role as a solicitor with our lawyers in the New South Wales Southern Highlands. Since graduating from her Bachelor of Laws in 2019, she's been admitted as a lawyer of the Supreme Court of New South Wales and of the High Court of Australia and progressed from PA to law clerk to associate. She's also been recognised as a finalist across a ton of law awards. And this year, Clarissa has been named CQ University's Alumnus of the Year for Early Career Achievement. And with everything she is achieving, Clarissa says it's all happening thanks to those epic study schedules and the juggle back in her CQU degree. I think that's probably the thing that I've actually taken on into what I'm doing now so I know what makes me tick a little bit better and I've got a fairly cohesive to-do list electronically maintained so that I can keep track of everything I'm trying to do. took me a bit of time to learn, but that's what I've learnt from studying. So those practicalities are one thing, working out the how and when and where of getting work done. But in her studies and in her career, Clarissa has always known her why and she's never stopped making her work about people. I had a call the other week. They were just able to say that I was able to help them and that's really all that that matters to me, to hear someone say that to you. Um, even if you only gave a little bit of your time, I, I'm very easy to say, oh, I didn't do anything. Um, and I say it a lot. <laughs> um, but hearing that someone else feels like I've helped them, I think that's the biggest win for me ever. The why of that, I, I think I just go down to like basic psychology idea. I'm the eldest child of seven and parents need a lot of support. I think it's just ingrained into who I am at this point. So Clarissa knows without a doubt who she is. And when I ask how she got to this point, she has a small but powerful answer. I think it's just doing one little thing at a time. I'm not sure I'm looking at the biggest picture either. I just um, keep, just keep doing, just keep going one thing at a time. And suddenly you realise if you look back, um, you've done a whole lot more than you probably anticipated. Clarissa Semple there, reminding us that even the smallest progress through the toughest juggle can help build a huge impact. And for all her incredible dedication and determination, Clarissa is CQ University's 2023 Alumnus of the Year for Early Career Achievement. 
Seeker University's practical and career-focused courses can grow your skills and connections. Head to cqu.edu.au slash study to learn more. And if you want to follow Clarissa's lead into the legal profession, visit cqu.edu.au slash law. You've been listening to How to Change Your Life by CQ University Podcasts. If How to Change Your Life has got you thinking about where you're headed, we'd love to hear. Follow CQ University across social media where you can see highlights from all our episodes and subscribe to How to Change Your Life wherever you get your podcasts. This is the final episode for this series of How to Change Your Life, sharing the stories of CQU's Alumni of the Year for 2023. If you've just found the podcast, we'd love you to go back and listen to dozens of stories we've shared since 2021 and just countless ways to approach your career, your community and your next steps for changing lives around you and changing your own. Thanks so much for listening and have a life-changing day.